All right. This question has to do with justice. In Leviticus 24, 17 to 20, it mentions fracture for fracture, eye for eye, tooth for tooth. Just as he has injured a man, so it shall be inflicted on him. How do we understand that passage? And Matthew 5, Matthew 5, 38, you have heard that it was said, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. But I say to you, do not resist him who is evil, but whoever slaps you on your right cheek, turn to him the other also. And if anyone wants to sue you and take your shirt, let him have your coat also. And whoever shall force you to go one mile, go with him too. Give to him who asks of you, and do not turn away from him who wants to borrow from you. And further, as it was mentioned, Romans chapter 12, Romans 12, 17 to 21 says, Never pay back evil for evil to anyone. Respect what is right in the sight of all men. If possible, so far as it depends on you, be at peace with all men. Never take your own revenge, beloved, but leave room for the wrath of God, for it is written, Vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. But if your enemy is hungry, feed him. And if he is thirsty, give him a drink. For in so doing, you will heap burning coals upon his head. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. In Genesis 34, the passage we just studied, the authorities should be the right ones to carry out what is just for the crime committed. But the authorities were not consulted for them to carry it out in the right way. Well, they were consulted, but they were deceitfully used. And then Simeon and Levi, they went beyond the authorities and beyond justice to massacre the townsmen, right? In Leviticus 24, which was cited in reference to Genesis 34, Leviticus 24 has to do with the authorities. It has to do with the government because Moses is here consulted and the judges of the land would need to be consulted as to what the criminal did and the just penalty to punish that criminal. That's what Leviticus 24 means. When Christ, our Lord, quoted this passage or a similar passage, because it's repeated, the eye for an eye is not just there, but in Matthew 5, 38, when he says this, he's not denying the proper judicial, proper governmental, official role in meeting out justice to criminals. He's not denying that. He's talking about personal offenses. He says there is a place for the government to repay but for us, we should not take personal vengeance, which is what Simeon and Levi did. They took personal vengeance instead of letting the wrong um, be rectified in the proper way or making sure it was rectified in the proper way. Romans 12 also is talking about personal vengeance. Romans 12, because it says, never take your own revenge. 1219, leave room for the wrath of God. How does God inflict his wrath? He inflicts his wrath in, let's say, three major ways. One, by the authorities, the civil authorities. Two, by his own will, by other circumstances in this life. And then number three, ultimately on the day of judgment. 
he inflicts wrath. In Romans 13, 1 to 7, he actually does say that the government is supposed to punish criminals. It says in Romans 13, verse 3, For rulers are not a cause for fear for good behavior, but for evil. Do you want to have no fear of authority? Do what is good, and you will have praise from the same. For it is a minister of God to you for good, but if you do what is evil, be afraid, for it does not bear the sword for nothing. For it is a minister of God, an avenger who brings wrath upon the one who practices evil. There the apostle says it's the government which is a minister of God to punish evildoers with the sword. It would not be for us to do it individually, like Simeon and Levi, but the government to do it. And if the government doesn't do it, we have those other alternatives. That is, God may do it in some other way in this life, and if nothing happens in this life, in the life to come, on the day of judgment, he will certainly make sure justice is served in the life to come. One more point of clarification. Matthew 5 is often misunderstood misinterpreted. Matthew 5, the Sermon on the Mount, notoriously misinterpreted. They make Jesus contradict the Old Testament, and they even make Jesus contradict himself by their false interpretations of Matthew 5. Jesus did expect the government to pick up the sword and punish evildoers. Matthew 26 Matthew 26, 52. Mind you, this is in the same book. In the same book of Matthew, the Jesus that says, no eye for eye, tooth for tooth, meaning we can't do it, but the government can. In Matthew 26, 52, he told Peter to put his sword back. 26, 52. Then Jesus said to him, put your sword back into its place, for all those who take up the sword shall perish by the sword. All those who take up the sword illegitimately will perish by the sword legitimately. He means that. If you start wielding this sword and killing, murdering these people coming to arrest me when they haven't done anything worthy of death, then you will be put to death by the sword when the Romans arrest you and put you to death by the sword, like it says in Romans 13, 3-4. Jesus was saying that. Jesus was not excluding the lawful, proper, civil government way of handling crimes. He was not excluding that in Matthew 5. 